Hello and welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. And welcome as a family, we chose this one. This is episode 291, tune-up, relap, recap, lap 12. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Two, and this episode is brought to you by Diesel Garage Grill and Bar. It's time for you to eat, drink, play in Palm Harbor, Florida. Uh, they're now hiring at all positions, so if you need to apply for a job, go there online at diesel, dieselgaragegrill.com. Well, shout out to Diesel Garage Grill and Bar, and welcome to the end of lap 12, a lap that has at least 11 more episodes in it, nine more episodes in it. So Does it? Well, yeah, we got bonus episode, effects. fast lane, preview, spoiler-free, spoiler-filled, bonus episode, fast at 10, life in the fast lane, fast 10, new lap. So, yeah, a lot more. But, sad to say, this is the last regular installment of one Gabriela Montez, Miss Jessica Collins, a.k.a. the aforementioned Montez. Hello, Montez. Hello, hello, hello. I thought you were going to make me go right into the Montez minute there. Well, there's nothing to really recap now My yet. God. You'll be on in a month or two for Fast 10. You'll be, ta- you'll be joining us for the fifth time we talk about it. So very exciting stuff there. We also have a new trailer. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the trailer later. It's sort of surprising, Joe and I were saying before we started recording, that there's not a ton of new footage, maybe? I feel like both trailers were wildly different for Nine, and they spoiled a lot in both separately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in this one, it seems like they're kind of holding their cards close to their chest, which is maybe a good sign, I think? Yeah, me. I mean, one of two things: either we haven't seen a lot, or we've seen everything, and they had nothing more to show us. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, so, that's what I. I'm, but I was being optimistic. Yes, sure, I agree, and I hope that's the case. But we'll see. Yeah, we will get there when we get there later in the episode. But first up, we got to do this tune-up stuff. But first up, even before that, I got to shout out these patrons because Montez, oh. you're here. Your face, you're on video this time. Last time, after we did the episode last time, now we do on video. <laughs> you said to us. I didn't want to turn my video on because I didn't think you guys, I didn't think I could take you guys seriously with video on. And I'm like, you could see us the entire time. So it didn't really change anything. It was right? really creepy. It was really creepy in true Montez fashion. We just assumed that you didn't have video or something. Um, but uh, you have video. Welcome aboard. Shout out to Cassie Wilson, Ben Milliman, Nick Burris, Alex Ellen, and Justin Kleiman, Brian Rodriguez of. High School Slumber Party, Ooh. West Hampton, Jerry Robinson, Dan the Duke, Hayden, Renato G. Donato, Michael McGann, Lane Middleton, Lindsay Lewandowski, Nate Milton of the Kings of Sports, Jason Rainey, Tom Price, Mike Gallier, heard of him, Josh yes. Buckley of Whole Lot of Wolves, Michael Moser, and Jessica Collins, a.k.a. Montez. Montez. Now, Montez, I texted you. I don't know if you talked to him. Did you get Mike's patron picks these next two laps? Don't tell us now. I didn't. I told him that we had some homework. Um, he's coming into town. He's coming into town in two weeks, so maybe I'll um, get a couple of margaritas in him, maybe a couple of Coronas, and uh, put him in a barrel of tires Excited. Put him and in a... force him to yes. tell you his picks. Flavor Flav. <laughs> we just did, as we recorded today, we released an episode of Repo Men on the Patreon, the bonus episode over there, so... I think we we kind of decided that you talk about the patron bonus episodes, like the picks behind the paywall, so we can Ooh. tease them as they're coming out. But as people send them in, like we just announced Wes's picks for the next two laps. So Jess, whenever you Jess, I never call you Jess. What the fuck? Ugh. 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 
Gross. I, do. I, do. I call feel. you Jess. I could watch it. I, I call you Montez here, but I don't. Whatever. Anyway, when when Mike sends his picks, we'll talk about it over there because we have a bonus episode coming up in a few weeks over there. So get it in, get the margaritas in, and then get the picks in, and we'll go from there. All right, Montez. Hit us with that sweet, sweet Montez minute. Oh God! You said I didn't have to. <laughs> God damn it! And I just okay. You know what? I'm not even going to pick my notes back up because I just put my notes away. I'm like, Good. I don't need them. You this don't is need great. Them. You don't need them. All right. The first movie. <laughs> Wait. Tell me the – tell me – no, don't nope. tell me – nope, don't tell me anything. I'm going to try. on video is, is special. This is why I didn't <laughs> turn my camera on last time. <laughs> okay. So the first one is Brian meets Dom and – they have their little bromance and Brian decides that he wants to, you know, he's conflicted you know. about his life as a cop because he also is in love with Dom and he wants Dom to succeed. Mm-hmm. The second one, which is the second one, um, mm-hmm. Brian teams up with Roman. It's like demolition derby style. Um, the villain is... I don't know. He just you are he's you still, are struggling uh, in a way that you've I, never struggled before, and I love it. Weeds, it's because weed. I always have notes, and this time I'm going sans notes. We're 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 free balling it tonight. Yeah, uh, I like it. Eva Mendez is in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. This is me trying to recall the fact that I've actually seen these movies. Okay, the third movie, which is not actually the third movie, it's the fourth movie. In the order we watch them, yeah. So the fourth one. Okay. Um... <laughs> I don't remember. The fifth one okay. <laughs> is the Brazilian-Italian job. Okay. The sixth one, which is actually the third one, is Tokyo nope. Drift. God damn it. That's, so then it's five? Wait. No, you've already done one, five. Two, you skipped fifth, four. Fifth in order one, is okay. six. Is, uh, I don't remember that one either. Uh, what, what comes after the Brazilian-Italian job? Tokyo Drift? I don't remember the sixth no, movie. We, we wait, do they go to Brazil? They go to Brazil. Oh, wait. No, they're already yep. in mm-hmm, Brazil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, you, you were right. You were getting right. Where, where did they go? Where did they go, Montez? You were saying the first two letters. Brazil. We've confirmed for the three times now that that was the fifth movie. Where did they go after that? Taco Bell? No, it, you had the BR right. You had BR. Brooklyn? Br- Br- Brit. Prison. Prison, uh-huh. yeah. Britain. They go to Britain. They do go to prison, actually. They do. They go to prison. No, I said Britain. I said Britain. You. It sounded like you said prison. I heard prison. Because I was but laughing. No. Prison was also tea. correct. Prison was also correct. I don't remember. Okay, then, then it's Tokyo Drift. What happens in Tokyo Drift? Drifting. Okay, what okay. happens in seven? Nailed it. <laughs> Drifting. Um. No, no drifting seven, in seven. No, this is. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get there. Seven is that god awful song. Oh yeah, we're See all you again. Your, your, Good job. Your, yeah. Yes. Patriots down in Virginia. Seven is when Brian and Mia decide they're gonna quit the family to you know be in the family way. They have little Brian. They're gonna have another kid. Be in the family some, way is the some... most southern thing you've ever said. <laughs> Oh, she, she's, she's, uh, she's, uh, she's, she's in the family way. She's in the family. Bless your heart. I don't Be even the know where way. that came from. I don't even know where that. I've never said that in my entire life. 
lies. Call shenanigans. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. Um, eight. Okay, wait. I missed the one where Letty lost her memory. That, that was four, was and you six. said you skipped it. Well, Letty dies in four, but she yes. does the memory in six. Oh, okay, yep. yeah. Well, see, just like Letty, I completely forgot. And then it came back to me. Look at that. It's coming full circle. Well, just like how we talked on Repo Man, uh, Repo Men about Dark City. I'm like, we did this in the memory loss lap. Joe's like, I don't remember it. And I was like, well. <laughs> it's appropriate. All right, Montez, what happens in eight? Um, Eight was they went to space. No. No. That was nine. Yeah. Yes. Eight was when I started to realize that uh, this is all a simulation in Roman's mind. Okay. That that's that when I started. Count, but nice segue. That's I, when that's I started to formulate pivot. that. Eight is Mister Nobody. Uh, well, seven is Mister Nobody. Eight. He's also an eight. God damn it! I swear to you, I watched these movies. What happens in Hobbs and Shaw, Montez? Still questionable. Ugh, Hobbs and Shaw. Earlier, I said Hobbs and Sean. That's where that we are. would have been a different movie. That would have been Tokyo Drift Sean. That's where Hobbs. your husband and the rock star in a movie? Oh. Yeah, a different, different Sean. Hobbs and Shaw. It was basically just one big pissing match where mm-hmm. they're, yep. they're hanging out. Um, it's also true of most of these movies now, but yeah, keep going. It is. Um, I got to see Vanessa Kirby. For a lot of True. screen time, so that was worth it. We need it. Vanessa Hudgens. We need the actual Montez in these movies. She's a, her you career know? is on the upswing. Like she is, she is back in a big way. We need her in these movies. She's I feel like she back in, didn't. She. I feel like she, she could fit she, in these movies, but she kind of tanked herself with the. No, no, no. She's look, back. Peep, but people are gonna die. No, but the, somehow she has transcended that. She has transcended that. She's gonna be back <laughs> in Bad Boys Four. She's getting a uh, hosting job. She's busier Good now. For than she's her, ever been. man. She's That's killing awesome. it. All right, Montez, what happens at nine? Unbelievable magnets. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That was a good one. I like that. That was really, really well summarized. Montez, terrible job, God. as always. Truly atrocious. Really makes me question whether you've paid attention to anything. That was the Montez 16 minutes, by the way. That was I, I, yeah. very slow. This is why I usually use my notes. I feel like I was not mentally. Pre- I didn't even read my notes because I usually I brush up. I try to I try to read up and remind myself. Didn't do it. It's OK. Didn't do At it. At the end of Billy Madison, where he's like, we're all dumber for having listened to that. May God <laughs> yes. have in your souls. I feel yes. like that's that's like me. Each of these is worse than the yes. previous. Yeah. And here you're we all you're all welcome. Montez. I got to keep it real. You've maybe watched all ten. Unclear. What What are your key takeaways? Would you say that these ten movies, these ten episodes you spent with us, were worth it? Do you regret it? Do you fall somewhere in the middle? Where Where What's your take on the on the Fast and Furious? Franchise? I for one regret it. By the way, yeah, this was a mistake. <laughs> yes, for my feelings. No, Montez. come on. I just want to get a pop because you could see us now with this beautiful camera that you got on. Honestly, I'm glad that I did it because, as we all remember, I hated this franchise before I started this lap. And now that I've seen them all, I can't, I can safely say that I can't wait until my son is old enough to care so that I can show them to him. Oh, that's that's a big win. We'll be on Fast 14. He'll be able to see it live in theaters with us. You can bring him, 
It'll be Uncle Joey's Joey's plural fun time. That's literally what I tell him every night when I have to record. I'm like, I gotta go talk to Uncle Joey and Uncle the and Uncle Joe too. I was like, so I'll see you later. <laughs> you should transition him in with Spy Racers, and then he'll never want to watch oh. the movies. We tried that yes. a couple. We tried that two years ago. I think he's older now. I think think we could do it. It's really fast, but there's 17 seasons of it. Perfect. So that's a good thing. Anything's yeah, better than Tayo the Korean bus. What is that? What you're watching? What is it? It's a Korean bus. Is it in Korean or is it in English? Is it's in it? it's in English and everyone sucks. Oh, I'm sorry. I've never heard of this, gratefully. <laughs> My favorite film critic David Ehrlich tweeted the other day that every day at six thirty in the morning his son rushes into his room saying, Daddy, I want to watch a movie and the movie he wants to watch is this guy on YouTube counting to David writes a thousand. I don't know, but it, he 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 filmed the video and he, he put it up. It just like nine, ten, <laughs> eleven, and he twelve. Just, that's a movie, and it's just that on YouTube on repeat. Apparently for for his like three I will or four. Blow year old, my so. fucking brains out. Ah, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with he that. He forced he forced made his son watch Wally a bunch. I think his son loves Wally, but also this is the thing that he wants to do every day now. So you know, Montez knows it. We are mercifully. Can't you child, just trick children into liking the things that you want them to? Like, can't you just, like, put some... Like, I mean, like, they can't use a remote, right? So, like... My son knows how to turn on um, Alexa. He knows how to... Um... Well, that's pretty easy. Good job, bud. Shut up. Oh, my God. See? <laughs> this dumb bitch. And then he knows when the little bubble pops up on your phone that it's Siri. Like, oh. he can... He knows. He's too self-aware. He also told me today that he enjoys peeing and pooping on himself because he does <laughs> it's fun that's literally what he told me and i'm like i mean all right i like sneezing outside because sneezing outside means you don't have to cover it and you just get to blow it everywhere i understand <laughs> i understand that we're not nearly as popular as the films that we're covering but we talk a lot about how the films every movie is someone's first fast and furious movie i like to think that everyone that every episode of this is someone's first episode of too fast and if this is your first i'm so sorry Welcome aboard. <laughs> welcome to the welcome, I don't welcome think to you've the made lab. It 13, 14, 15 minutes in, but if you have, uh, you're here for life. Glad I you guess. stayed. You appreciate it. You used to hate the franchise. Now you are you're glad you saw it so that you can show your son when he's old enough to watch these movies. And I realized I don't actually hate them as much as I thought that I was going to. Good. Very that's good. the best that's the best resolution that we get. People are usually like, I really thought I was gonna hate these, but like, you know what? There's something kind of charming about them, yeah. and like generally, they like they they don't hate them. I I'm going to tell the story. It's not really a story. Um, I told Joe this already on Facebook, but I was seeing Air the other night in theaters, and first of all, it was me and three couples, and all three couples talked through the entire movie. Oh no! And I was just like you. What? You're not with three oh, couples. No. It was just three other couples. It was in a the couple thing. in the front near the screen who were talking very loud. A couple next to me who were like making selective comments, which were I was fine with that. Like I would rather not have that, but that was fine with them. And a couple behind me that, like, I could barely hear that were sort of talking. But they, they, all three couples were talking the entire movie. When I first get there, just me and the couple next to me, or near me, like the same row, and the Fast 10 trailer comes on. And as soon as it's over, she says, hope that's the last one of those. <laughs> and her boyfriend is like, why? And she says, they just dragged it on too long. And I wanted to be like, well, let me tell you. Boy, There's do we have be a another one after this. For you. Boy, do we not have a podcast for you. But then, then 
oh, what movie was it? It was something that I think looks like absolute, oh, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. <laughs> okay. Which I don't know if you know, but Guy Ritchie, who has made all the British movies, he made a movie about the uh, war in Afghanistan. Um, yeah. Where Jake Gyllenhaal learns from the Afghani interpreter that they, you know, it's one of these like emotionally uplifting or whatever. Looks like a real piece of dog shit. Um, okay. As soon as that trailer's over, she's like, I'll see that one. I was like, okay. I, or, <laughs> I uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Got it. Jake Gyllenhaal. She'll see it. I, I mean, I like him a lot, uh, even though I'm Team Taylor, clearly, obviously. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm not going to see that movie. And if she's, if she's like Fast X, not for me. Fast 10, not for me. But Guy Ritchie's The Covenant? Yeah, okay. By the way, dragging it on too long, that's like... That's one of those takes that you're like, you heard that somewhere else. Like, I, I, I believe that you maybe think that, but if you saw all of them, you wouldn't say that, right? You'd be like, God damn it, they like, well, after they brought Han back, I was out. You know, like, she would, she doesn't have a, a an informed opinion, I don't think. No, but I mean, I think it's also the people like, they're still making those, it's like, yeah, but like, you go see like two movies a year, and like, the movies you're seeing are bigger movies, and they're showing trailers for bigger movies, and you're like, oh, they're still they're making still Marvel still making movies? fucking Jurassic yeah. Park, too, so, like, what's the difference, bud? All right, Montez. We all have rankings. I updated my rankings for normal. Joe did his funky rankings. You have your rankings. You didn't do your rankings. Uh-oh. Face. Ooh. Montez, I said... I asked Michael to help me with this because he remember He watched all of these with me, so I asked him. <laughs> it's Michael's rankings. Of your reactions to Michael, the movies, that's yeah. good. I kind of like that better. It might, this might actually work. This might be good. Yeah, at least right. one of you remembers <laughs> something about these movies. All right, he said that my ranking is okay. okay hold on, hold on. Let me bring hold on. <laughs> I do like this a lot. That was an interesting twist. I wasn't ready for that. I'm actually. Joe, I, can't, I can't believe me. you haven't had Rachel rank your movies. That's a good idea. Oh, I need to write that down somewhere. All right, Montez, I have it here. Yeah. Favorite to least favorite or least favorite. Do you want to go from the top down or bottom up? What do you want to do? I'm going top down. So favorite to least favorite. Okay. And I'm going to read you the conversation of what happened after this. Okay. He okay. said, your rankings are one, six, seven, five, four, eight, nine, three, two. Well, okay. you, you, you don't have Hobbs and Shaw in there. That's Ho- fine. Hobbs and Shaw is probably like tied with Tokyo Drift. Well, I okay. put it before Tokyo Drift. Okay. And then I, I in all well, so caps... So your, your least favorite is two. Is still two. Okay. And then I said, replied to him in all caps, six is not that high and neither is seven. And he said, how do you know you don't even remember them? <laughs> That's touche. <laughs> Thank you, sir. He Honestly, Montez's rankings are pretty good. I gotta say, I mean, there's no wrong answer because it's all personal opinion, but like, one's one's still the best for me. I still love one. Not a bad best choice. I agree. Yeah, it's a nostalgia factor. So I did my rankings too. I changed a couple different ones. Three movies oh. flip flopped. No movie changed more than one spot. Yeah, but three different pairs flip flopped. Hit us with them. Starting from the bottom. Number ten, Joe. I'm so I'm so so sorry. Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, that's fine. I just no. Number nine, up. 
from last place, where it has spent the entire time I've had a, a Fast and Furious rankings list, in ninth now, too fast. Nice. Good. Okay. Number eight, I think it slipped one, maybe. Yes, it did slip one. Went down one, Fate of the Furious. Okay. Still like it. This is like, there's a there's a tier here, but like, that, that went down one. Which means it went up one, Fast and Furious number four, up to number seven. Okay, okay. Number six, I think is where it was, is F9. Number five is Furious 7. Okay. Number four is Tokyo Drift. And this is, again, another class that, like, I think the top four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Joe, this is something I think you might have predicted a while ago. Number three, falling a spot. Fast and Furious 6. Because the original, the OG, went up to number two. It did, yeah. It's and, so good. And, and Fast 5 is, is still number one, because that'll never not be number one. It's a good rankings list, man. Thank yeah, you. I told you, one grows on you. It's like it if you if you don't ha- if it doesn't hit, you know, like maybe you start now or something, it doesn't hit as well. But like if once you get in it, you're like, that's a really good movie. It's so dumb. I think five, one, six, three in any order is like the quote unquote right top four. You can also have seven in there, I think. But yeah, five, one, five, five, one, six, three. I feel pretty good about now, Joe. I I kind of know. You asked me a question, and I said, are you doing your rankings based on this? And you said yes. But I have, I can't – I spent like two minutes trying to picture what this would mean in terms of rankings, and I have absolutely no idea. But okay. please in hit honor... us and hit Montez specifically with your rankings. Because Montez, I don't know if you know – I mean, you, I know you listen to the episodes, but Joe only say... does real rankings every five laps. So this is going to be my. These are my rankings. I do real ones every lap because I take this very seriously. Some say too seriously, um, but this is my final rankings before Fast Ten. So we're going to have new rankings when people email in in, in a, a month. month. Yeah, in a month. Yeah. But Joe, okay. So I'm not going to write these down. These are not your. These are not your in set in stone rankings for the average. But please hit us with your new rankings. So um, this time in honor of having Montez with us. I have a four-quadrant sheet of paper. Hell yeah. Yeah! To do my rankings. Uh, Love, hate, most dom moment, and other thoughts. (laughs) In my love column, it's just all of them. In my hate column, it's none of them. (laughs) Most dom moment is Vin Diesel in these movies. Cool. And then other thoughts are, I kind of like these movies. That's my ranking this time. <laughs> Beautiful. It's perfect. It's it's flawless. It was as long. It was as long as Montez's notes normally are. I fit the whole sheet, and yeah, like just like this. Yes. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. It's just like that. <laughs> These are my work notes. These aren't my actual movie notes. Well, I'm glad you exist like that on the same wavelength all the time. I, that I do. Works. I do. Yeah. Love all of them. Hate none. Vin Diesel. I like these movies. That yeah, I mean, I have Hobbs and Shaw in 10th place, but I think it's still a five-star movie that's better than every other movie I've ever seen. Exactly. So, just putting that out there. Montez, I want to do one more time the character quiz. Okay. Now, when we did the character quiz for you originally, do you remember who you got? Letty? I Wait. don't. I think it was like Tej. Wait, did you not do I didn't write guess. one down. Did you not do one? Maybe not. No, you, you got... Was it Roman? I thought Maybe it, it was. Roman. I don't think I so. I can look it up. I'll put it in the description if I think to look it up. 
but I don't have one written down, so I don't know. Maybe maybe we just did one because I think we tried to get you like an anchor for the sh- uh, who knows. I don't know. Anyway, okay. I think it was Letty. Let's see. Maybe we'll get him again. Maybe get her again. I don't know. Also, by the way, uh, Michelle Rodriguez very good in Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't fun. seen it yet. It looks fun. Rachel really wants to see it. It's very fun. I would say I don't think you have to go to theaters for it, but it's worth watching. It's good. We'll talk more about that on the the tune up or the the fast lane. Montez, question number one: How fast are you? NASCAR, roller coaster, Lamborghini Murcielago, Toyota Prius, Vespa, or Razor Scooter? The second one. Which was? I don't remember. Roller coaster. You got it. Number two: How furious are you? The Hulk, Kylo Ren. Christian Bale on that one movie set that one time, Mel Gibson, Charlie Brown, or Jack McBrayer? Christian Bale that one time. Okay. Sporadically okay. racist. That's Montez. Not racist. <laughs> sporadically sporadically angry. Yeah, sporadically angry. Montez, we're having a barbecue. How are you helping? Are you on the grill? Are you saying grace? Are you kicking back with a beer? Are you babysitting? Are you being the entertainment? Or are you sneaking a snack? I'm at the grill. Montez, you've got time to kill. What are you doing? Are you grabbing a bite, working on your car, hanging with friends, drinking a beer, working out, or doing some work on your computer? I'm, uh, huh. I'm, uh, working on my car. Working on your car. Okay. Montez, describe your wedding. I'm never getting married. It's just me and my partner. It's us and our families. It's a backyard country affair. Everyone I know is there. I don't remember. I don't remember. Okay. This is weird. This is not what I would I don't think any of these answers are really you, but okay. You just <laughs> won the lottery, Montez. What are you buying? Your own garage, a private plane. You're going to gamble it all away. Your child at home, a fleet of cars, or a new life? A new life. Finally. To figure out once and for all who you are. By the way, you are least like Dinkley. You are very much not Kevin Hart. What is your <laughs> drink of choice? Belgian ale, Corona, something fruity, water, whatever's cheapest, or just, you know, one of whatever you're having? Uh, Belgian ale. If you were right before in who you were, you are still once again, or for the first time, Letty, Leticia, Ortiz. You exude oh. fierceness and loyalty Anyone brave enough to challenge you won't be foolish enough to do it twice. So far, pretty accurate. You love getting your hands dirty and you do whatever it takes to protect the people you love. Others may find it hard to get close to you, but once someone has proven their worth, they become family and you drive like the wind wind blows. I think every one of your answers was bullshit. And yet somehow that description, I know that (laughs) they are astrological in terms of they apply to everyone, but that I think is you okay listen which one of those doesn't sound like me which one of those answers i i did pass out in a bathtub oh you know which which i think uh, i don't know i think working in your car instead of working on your computer is weird. yeah that was a little questionable that was a little i, I agree i think you buying a new life makes kind of sense <laughs> i don't know my my house always smells like poop and farts right now, so um, I'd love That's to I'd love fair. to buy a hashtag girl hashtag boy mom. I'd love to to have a buy a new life that smells better. 
You need to just buy some like Febreze. I did spend su- I did spend Sunday afternoon working on my car. I went to go change the plugs. Nice. That's fun. Play the flave. Okay. <clears throat> Montez, before <laughs> we move on into the things that we watched for this episode, because I was right, we haven't even hit half an hour yet before we edit it. Um and we I think we're kind of out of things to talk about already with you. We're gonna talk about the things we watch, but is there any, do you have any final thoughts on the Fastiverse? Anything else about the lab, about the show? Anything else you want to get off your chest before? I mean, you'll be back in, like we said, two months to talk about Fast 10, but anything now before we pivot to some other Vin Diesel things? Anything else you want to say? I'm excited to continue on this journey, see this franchise to the end whenever it ends, if it ever ends. Well, hopefully, according Maybe to the woman next ends. to me at the, at the, uh, the movie theater, hopefully it's soon. <laughs> hopefully it's soon. <laughs> We watched this episode two early Vin Diesel things. We watched Breakin' in the USA and Multifacial. Both of these are available on YouTube. I will link each in the description for this episode. Breakin' in the USA is a 50-minute breakdancing tutorial. Instructional breakdancing video a la 90s Mm -hmm. style of like, this is footwork in breakdancing Vin shows up pause about halfway through yeah for the second half this is one of the longest 50 minutes i've spent in a long time i will say thank you youtube for faster playback speeds because i definitely utilize that Um, nice but montez what did you think of breaking in the usa i loved it did you dance while watching this um, I watched the Vin Diesel clip multiple times. Okay. I thought to myself, I wish Which that one? I... The, the leg forward and yeah. then the leg under that yeah, one? Yeah, and the I thought to myself... To foot, the scramble knee to knee, the master yeah. slide, the backspin? I, I thought, I need to have this on my TV in the living room, and I need to try this myself. I will say the idea of someone buying this delights me. Like, someone in 1984, like, I want to learn how to break dance. I don't know anybody who can who wants to teach me. I'm going to go either to a store or, like, in the back of a magazine somewhere no, and yeah, mail you away. These. You mailed away for this, yeah. for sure. You and it's like away. you lived in the Midwest. You you saw the Beastie Boys music video on MTV. And you were like, if I could just learn how to do this. So you asked your grandma to get you a money order. And you mailed away for it. And you waited four to six weeks. Sorry. No COD. I, I miss when commercials used to end with that. I remember asking, like, <laughs> what is COD? And my parents were like, cash and delivery. No one's ever done that. Or, like, no one's done that for a long time. I'm like, why do they still say it? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I really enjoyed this video because I've always thought breakdancing was super cool. It does look cool. Vin looks cool in it. He, he, does, he does it pretty look good. really cool in it. I am stunned he has not worked breakdancing into a Fast and Furious movie. Or rapping. Yeah, I we'll thought I thought both of those things while I was watching both of these videos. I think breakdancing is kind of like after Tekken and we got what was his name? Eddie. Like after that he was like the breakdance do you remember this, Joey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I think that that an action movie fight scene, the choreography of it is close enough to breakdancing that maybe Vin gets his breakdancing fix from that. Maybe. It's how he channels his body's energy, like, into the movie. 
I would say you don't have to watch watch this. I would say check it out, scrub through a little bit, watch some of Vin's stuff again, like halfway through. Yeah. There's another documentary. This is not a documentary. There is a there is a documentary that I watch on YouTube. That's also on YouTube from 1983, recently called Style Wars, which is about graffiti in New York in the 70s and 80s. But there's also breakdancing oh, and stuff in that, and that's yeah. really good. So if you're gonna watch something like that, watch that it's also like 70 minutes so it's not super long either um i think this is worth checking out because seeing vin with hair instructfully if that's a word teaching how to break dance is pretty cool and it's kind of a fro right does it it had it like it was like kind yeah. of a fro to me and i was like that's an interesting hairstyle i didn't expect i uh i shared both of these with michael in preparation for this and he said these are deep fakes vin was okay. born without hair well, just we've seen out. Vin with hair in some stuff. Boiler room? Yes. Boiler room, kind of? Boiler, I mean, he, like, this is hair in a way that he hasn't really had hair. I mean, this is hair. Like, hair. This is hair. Yeah, it is. It it's, a, it's a good head of hair. Yeah, it is. Um, any other thoughts on breaking? Like, I have more, I have more stuff to talk about with the other one, even though it's shorter, because it's an actual thing that we can talk about. But any other thoughts on breaking, Joe? Any, what'd, you, what'd you think of breaking in the USA? I, it, it was kind of painful because it is an instructional video on how to break dance. Uh, the music being so original yet like it feels like what's that like like the like the fill like free use felt like free use kind it, of music. It feels like you buy a Casio keyboard and there's a button that's break dance and you push that button in that place. Yeah, yeah, and it's the loop of the, yes, yeah, the, it definitely felt like that. I thought Vin looked pretty cool. I expected him to look cornier, to be honest, so I was, I appreciated that he looked pretty cool. It's it's honestly impressive that he kind of looks cool when, like, they have to have him pause and, like, very slowly go through the moves to teach it, you know what I mean? Or just, like, because you yes, don't look yeah. cool doing that. It's like, you know, he, he kind of looks all right. The, the official title, according to IMDb, is breaking in the USA, breakdancing and electric boogie taught by the pros. Vin was a pro at breakdancing. Do you Apparently. have background on this? Was he was he like actually there is was there's this no like there's acting? no wiki for this. There's no trivia on IMDb for this. There's no there's no the only thing listed on on Letterbox for this is that the cast includes Vin Diesel. There's no director on Letterbox. There's a director on IMDb who only did this. Like this is basically lost to the sands of time. I think without Vin no one would We'd know never about, hear this. about this. Yeah, I agree. Um, because I'm, I'm more curious. Like, is this was Vin actually in the breakdancing scene? It looks like he's in like a group. It looks like he's part of a crew, right? Like, unless they just dressed people up to like make it look like they're part of a crew. It looks like I he's think, from a crew. And like, as a, as a segue into multifacial, like I can't tell if this is like he just got like a role in a movie, and it's just like. Okay, like we needed a guy that can can you kind of break dance and they're like, yeah, they're like, okay, well like we're going to do this breakdancing instructional video and he's like, I guess that's a paid job. So cool. I mean, this is 11 years before multifacial, so I don't know. Actually, I'm going to look up on Wiki Vin Diesel cuz I can't I like he's good enough that he's passing, right? That it like looks like he's like, okay, like he di he di he can do this breakdancing. But it doesn't look like he's like committed to break like he was like oh man i'm gonna be a professional break dancer one day and then it was like no an actor works better it was like i can't tell diesel made his stage debut at age seven which would have been in like 1974 when he appeared in the children's play dinosaur door 
Please put that on YouTube. Written by Barbara Garson. The play was produced at the theater for New York City in New York's Greenwich Village. His involvement in the play came about when he, his brother, and some friends had broken into the theater for the New York for the new city space on Jane Street with the intent to vandalize it. They were confronted by the theater's artistic director, Crystal Field, who offered them roles in the upcoming show instead of calling the police. Diesel remained involved with the theater throughout adolescence, going on to attend NYC's Hunter College, where studies... In creative writing led him to begin screenwriting. He has identified himself as a multifaceted actor. He started going by Vin Diesel while working as a bouncer at the New York nightclub Tunnel, wanting a tougher-sounding name for his occupation. Vin comes from his mother's married last name Vincent, while the surname Diesel came from his friends due to his tendency to be energetic. Oh. Okay. Okay. But it seems like if he's a bouncer, if he's, like, vandalizing shit in New York as a kid, like... He just seems like he's kind of like a street kid, like in seventies and eighties New York, who just kind of like yeah. is just out and doing like th- things people did in New York in the seventies and eighties, and I think that would include breakdancing. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. He definitely feels very New Yorky, that's for sure. Monta, did you buy him as a dancer? I feel like it's it's something he was cast in, but you know what? He did a great job. I thought to myself, if Step Up had been made earlier. Ah, oh, good point. Yeah, our beloved Maybe. Step Up. Montes, do you know Vin Diesel's real name? Mark Sinclair. Oh, look at you. Good job. Very impressive. Pop quiz passed. Pop quiz, hot shot. All right, the other thing we watch. Anybody have any other thoughts on Breaking in the USA? No. No. I think it's good in context talking about the next thing is what I think. So the next thing is Multifacial, which came out in 1995. This is a 20-minute short film. So this is semi-autobiographical, if in case you couldn't tell, drawing on his own frustrations to find work as an actor of mixed ethnicity. In the early 90s, he returned from L.A. to New York, frustrated with his failures in Hollywood. Because he started, his first thing was he was an extra in, a, in, in Awakenings in 1990. Remember, Joe, we were going through a couple of episodes ago, like, the things we didn't cover that might have been on a Patreon episode. And there were a couple yeah. things he did, like, in 90 as, like, an uncredited extra. So, like, he had stuff, but he didn't, like, really click. His mother gave him a copy of Feature Films at Used Car Prices, a book about producing low-budget movies. He found the book truly empowering and was motivated to make his own movies. So he wrote a script for a feature film called Strays, which we did not cover. We probably should have covered, but whatever. So it goes. But as an unknown, he was unable to secure financing. He decided to produce a short film instead and wrote the script for Multifacial in one night. He shot it over three days for $3,000 of his own money. He also wrote and performed the music for the film. However, he became disillusioned by the response to it and stopped work on it. With encouragement from his stepfather, he finished the final edit and screened it at the Anthology Film Archives in Manhattan. He received a strong response and the film was accepted for the 1995 Cannes Film Festival. The film was screened to standing room only crowds. So then at wow. age 27, which would have been like 94, 95 at the same time, he'd drive around L.A. with VHS copies of this in his trunk in case he bumped into someone who could help him with his dreams. He once saw Morgan Freeman outside a Four Seasons Hotel, approached him, and handed him a copy of the film, which is wild. That's in 1997. Really Steven Spielberg saw Strays, having already been impressed with Diesel's performance in Multifacial, and wrote a role into Saving Private Ryan specifically for Diesel as a result, giving him his first major film role. So I think it's very cool that like he was frustrated, stuck, couldn't get anywhere, wrote a movie, couldn't get it made. He decided instead to write this, and that when people are like, oh, this is really good, what else do you have? He's like, I got this movie Strays which is kind of how it works, right? Like you keep writing things like they always, like one thing I learned from Tobin in screenwriting classes, like you never really, 
you don't really want to shop your first screenplay because if people like it, they're like, what else do you have? You're like, I got nothing. Then they forget about you. So you kind of like uh. write one and put it away and then write something else so that if they like it, you're like, oh, I have this other thing or whatever. I so, got one on deck. And then yeah. you write the other one while that one's happening or whatever. Right. Yeah. Cool. So he's Makes got sense. this whole feature film that he hasn't made. He gets multifacial. And then, you know, just two years later, he makes strays, right? So that's not that big of a time. Um, I saw this a few years ago. I don't remember when. Maybe when we were. How? I think when we were starting the podcast, I think I just watched it. It was on YouTube. Like, I, I remember okay. seeking it out. Did either of you know that he had, other than Los Bondoleros, directed anything? I don't know if I did or not. I feel like I had, when I put this on, I feel like at one point for something, I watched like the very beginning of this, but I I didn't know that, no, I I didn't know that this existed firmly in my brain today. Okay. Montez, do you know about these? I definitely didn't know about these, and I also didn't know that he had written anything. Does it surprise you that he wrote things or not really? It is pretty surprising, but it's also surprising to me when I first watched Rocky for the first time, knowing that Sylvester Stallone wrote Rocky. Interesting yeah. that you bring up Rocky, because it feels like his impression of Italian man is Rocky. He's yes. alone as Rocky. Yes, yes. That's the first thing I thought, too. Yep. Yep. He's wearing the, the pork pie hat, kind of, and he's yep. basically talking like Stallone. And so, like, multifacial is him just basically auditioning as different ethnicities in all these very cliche parts. If you don't know that, like I did not, and you see that first scene where he's doing an impression of Stallone uh-huh. and drops a couple slurs uh-huh. and talks about beating up his girlfriend, I thought this was going to be a vastly different movie. I was telling Rachel today that it started out, and I was describing, and she's like, oh no, oh no. And then they're like, and that's my audition for this role. And I was like, thank God. Oh, okay. He goes outside on the phone, and he's just like, they probably thought I was some misogynist, homophobic guido. It's like, okay, so you're none of those things. Got it. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> But he still yes. drops – he drops a hard F like a minute into this thing. It's just like, yeah. oh, my man, what are you doing? And he he wraps it all up with a – and then I beat the shit out of my girlfriend about it. And you're yeah. like, oh, God. I was like – I really yes, – the phone yeah. – I had no idea where this afterwards. was going. <laughs> the the really... phone call afterwards really made it – he was like, yes. He was like, oh, that was like such shitbaggery things to say. Like, well, and wow. His vo- and his voice was higher. Like while he's on the phone, he's like like – soft and carefree yes yeah the really funny thing i think to me about this is they're like oh what was that monologue because i think like traditionally there's like a a handful of monologues from like movies like i'm sure like we were talking about in boiler room we did the boiler room episode like there's there's things that like they're quoting movies like they're quoting wall street and like anybody who like is maybe like an aspiring actor on wall street will like do a monologue from wall street and yes yeah you know casting directors like not this shit again like come on like i (laughs) And so they're like, what was that monologue? He's just like, oh, what happened to a friend of mine? It's like, wait, that's not, you can't, that's not a thing. Like, you can't, all right, okay. I guess you can, right? Like, I mean, if you're Vin Diesel, you can. I guess. I don't know how that works. That's what I'm saying. Can you just come in and be like, yeah, it was a little story my dad used to tell. And you're like, oh, okay. (laughs) There we go. He goes from the Italian thing to kind of like a gangbanging Latino character. And his scene partner's like, you don't speak Spanish? You were so good. Like Everybody like, does tell him he was really good the whole move, the whole thing, which I was like, interesting. 
I mean, honestly, he kind of is really good in all these things. I mean, like, yeah. it's he's writing to his own strengths and, like, whatever, yeah. but, like, he can kind of play. I mean, they're all, like, if he was cast any of these, would be like, oh, they, these are all, like, SVU level. You know yes, what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're just like, oh, you're not necessarily racist, but you're a racist stereotype of fill in the ethnicity. It. I find it interesting watching this and then comparing it to like his roles in Fast and Furious he like is really like showing a range of emotion and things in this short film I feel like he's kind of just one emotion sometimes in Fast and Furious yeah I did I like the I liked how um I guess like invasive it is like you could see that that because you know autobiographical and in him like coming to grips with like where do I fit here right like although I like everybody's like you play a great Italian and you play a great Spanish guy and like you play a great breakdancer rapper there's still like he's like he like you could see it in it that he's trying to confront where he fits personally internally and I thought that was very interesting to see. And I was like, oh, that's actually kind of like a layer of depth that I agree with you that, like, maybe we don't see when we watch Dom just, like, swing a wrench or whatever. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little disappointed. Like, I like most of his movies. I don't love every one of his movies. We talked about that this entire lap, that, like, there's things he's done where just like, okay, this again. But, like, I'm disappointed because, like, it seems like he could have been destined for greater things or something different or more actory theatery. And yes, then yes, yes. Sort of just settles into like, all right, now I'm Riddick in space. Now I'm Riddick, it's, yeah, it's but all a Riddick. extreme <laughs> athlete. Now I'm Riddick, but with a wrench. It's like okay, yeah. And it just it's you know because I, I do think he's very talented, and I think that he's like a pretty good writer. And like as we've seen in at least in Los Bondoleros, because here it's just kind of like, like it's very like low budget. Like it's not, it's not, a, it's not poorly directed, but like it's hard to like really kind of judge the quality of the direction here. Like we should have done Strays. We'll do Strays at some point, but like I think he's a pretty decent director, and like I think he has the acting chops. Just like instead, you're just doing the same thing. You're doing a twist on the same thing over and over again, right? So do you think he likes it? I mean, I think we kind of talked about this before, but like. He has the power now to do anything he wants, and all he wants to do is fucking make more Triple X Riddick Fast and Furious movies. So, like, do you think he likes it, or do you think he's settled, or... I wonder, I, 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 I would imagine, based on nothing but a hunch, I bet he is worried of what people would think if mm. he tried to do something serious. Like yeah. if, so, so there is, you know... I, I talked about a couple episodes ago that Bob and I would see that play. And so we were talking about other plays and stuff in New York. And like Keanu Reeves is going to be in waiting for Godot, um, okay. which is just about two guys talking for a while, like waiting for this guy Godot who spoiler alert never shows up. We're like, this is going to be a disaster because we love Keanu. I love Keanu. Well, he's a lousy actor. He's not a good actor. Like he's very good at certain things. Theater, I don't think is one of those. And so I think if they're like Vin Diesel is Macbeth, that's going to be like, like, people would make fun of it. Even if he could do it, I think people wouldn't give him the chance to do it without making fun of him. Yeah, but, like, how how does he not get it when you have fucking Wolverine 
doing theater all the time anyways. Like, you have Greatest Showman and you have Wolverine. Like, that's, it should be the same shit, I think right? He, I think he did it early enough where people are like, oh, Hugh Jackman does action, but he also does theater stuff. I think right now, Vin has been Dom, or Vin has been Riddick for 25 years almost, with very yeah. little variation. Yeah. Then I think if they're like, oh, he's going to be in this musical, it's like, why? What? But I would love to see it. I watched the Pamela Anderson documentary on Netflix where she decides to be the lead in Chicago. And she's saying the same thing about herself. Like people aren't going to take me seriously. And she actually turned out to be really good. So, I mean, maybe it's one of those things where, you know, like you said, maybe it's just, maybe it's just scared. I would, I would guess, and this is again, just a hunch that he is like many actors and many people just in general, um, sensitive yeah, probably doesn't want to receive criticism. And I think even if he thinks and probably knows, and I think we would agree that he could do more than this. I think he's like, I've got good things going here and I'm just gonna keep doing that. And I don't want to risk it. It's comfortable. It is comfortable. I also, you know, in terms of the, uh, the Pam Anderson, like the, the, the Pam and Tommy series on Hulu, which is, you know, has its issues or whatever. But like when she goes to see, like, she's so proud of barbed wire and then she goes and people are just like dunking on it, like in the theater, just like that's a yeah. bummer, man. Like she thought it was like this is yeah. gonna be her turn as an action star, right? So Yeah. I don't know. I forgot she did barbed wire, that's right. I mean barbed wire is not very good, but it's you know I had I had it on what was the what was the like thing that you'd put on your face and you'd put that circly thing like the <laughs> Oh, like a viewmaster? A viewmaster. I had mm-hmm. a barbed wire circle. <laughs> on my Viewmaster that like snuck in there as a kid. Man, and that is that is and I was so like, clearly different. The difference between you and me because we had we we had that too, but ours were like Bambi and Pinocchio, and you're like, I got barbed wire. <laughs> no, no, no. I had I had like like those ones, but somehow I wound up with a barbed wire one. I don't I know where. This, it came. I got this bootleg copy of barbed wire from my Viewmaster. Like I. I never thought about the fact that, like, that was that they probably made like porn on those too, but like, this was that's what I'm saying. It was like yeah. really close. It was like very risque barbed wire stills in 3D. And I was like a small child and I was like, I could get down with this. Please, like, it's barbed wire. Her name is barbed wire. It's not oh, barbed sorry. wire. It's barbed wire. <laughs> yeah. But I remember having that being like, what is this? And like, put it in there and being like, oh shit, that's pretty cool. Save that one for later. It's it's nice to see the video that Montez is laughing like silently because like if if we didn't have video like we'd be like Montez you awake but she's she's loving it she's there okay I'm, I'm typically always just sitting here silently laughing now you know the secret Vin also says the, the n word in this in this short film when he's playing a gang banging African American so he goes from a gang banging Latino character to a gang banging African American and he says the n word I'm like oh boy okay. Yes, yeah, there's there's a lot of slurs in this that Vin Vin delivers all of them. Well, we talked about when we were looking at strays, we were looking at like other movies we didn't cover, there was like the top review on Letterboxd is like, well, Vin says the hard F five times in this movie. It's just like, ooh, okay. So like he, I think he I think he strives for realism in a way that is commendable, but also shocking. Also a little jarring. Well, I mean, think about it think about it from the time that it was made too though. Sure. Obviously, this stuff didn't age well, but that was like the, you were like, cool. It's how people talked. Yeah, for sure. It was how people talked. I do like, I mean, there is the one very obvious fast connection here, but they're like, can you rap? And he's like, yeah, I can rap. And he kind of raps like it's like Hamilton, where it's like very performative and theatery. 
and they and they love it because they're white, so they're really really <laughs> into it. But there's the line. So you heard the line, right? Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I have it. It's it's like I'm drinking a Corona. I'll take your blood like I'm drinking Corona. And I was like, he knew then he was destined for greatness. I knew then he was destined for greatness. He's always known. Do you think that he has a time machine? Man, that would be a good movie. Vin Diesel and the Time Machine. I just think that he probably actually likes Coronas now, if anything. Yeah, maybe. That was probably his beer of choice, like, when he was a bouncer at this club. He was probably like, okay, shift's over, give me my Corona, drink a Corona, go home. Well, it probably is, in terms of, like, just, like, cheap beers that are just, like, a half step up from... It's like, you know, why people drink Yingling instead of Bud Light. It's just like, this is, like, this is a classy beer. It's like, no, it's not. It's just not Bud Light or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's just as bad. It's just, like, slightly more expensive. Yep, exactly, exactly. Montez, what's the Virginia equivalent? Like, what's the Virginia beer that people think is, like, a step up, but it's not really? PBR. I think you just hang out with hipsters, maybe. It's got, it's got a blue ribbon for a reason. It won, it won an award that one time. Um, What is it? What's the other one? Natty Bow? What's Natty Bow? Oh, but that's Nash- but Natty Bow's Baltimore. Yeah, but that's, like... It spilled over into you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that um, is that related to like natural ice, like natty ice and natty light? No, 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 no. Just okay. It's, nat- it's, it's natural. Okay. What's it? the yeah the what is it the Baltimore National Bohemian? Yeah, I think just our the places that I go and would partake in beverages are just super hipster. Got you. But natty bows, yeah, that's like a yeah. that that would be the the Baltimore equivalent of yep. um of uh fuck uh Iron City, Joey. Oh, it's okay, like gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that multifacial. Like, it feels like Vin tries to end this with, like, an artistic flourish where he's at the diner. And he just hears, here's a blonde girl going through the same thing he's going through, man. We're all the same in this world. And I saw, I'm going to steal this, but I saw a comment on YouTube that somebody was like, I really like the last line in this thing. Not too dark, not too light when she orders her coffee. Because it, (laughs) it's like, because it's, it's like him. It's like Vin. Instead of multiracial, he's multifacial. But she's like, she's like, you know, I'm either too blonde or too bimbo. Can you believe if that's even like an adjective? It's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, you know what it means. Like, that's the thing that like Bob talks about a lot on How to Win the Lottery. Just like, if you use a word, even if it's not a word and people know what you mean, it's a word. Like, you don't have like, yeah. Can you believe he called me too bimbo-y? That's not even a word. It's like, yeah, but you know what it means. Like, that's, like, you know exactly what it means, and you're offended because you know what it means. You know what I mean? Like, you were, you're, yeah, you may be right to be offended. You're not You're not right to be like, that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. So. Yes, agreed. Did you guys like this? I actually really did. I'm surprised at how much I did. Yeah. I thought it was a very interesting look into Vin, so I I, I did like it. That's good, right? I, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it really did make me think what would his career look like if he had gone down a more dramatic path be a wild time we wouldn't have any fucking fast and the furious movies that's for yeah sure. that's true we wouldn't be here oh no vin diesel says the n-word five times in strays not the f-word interesting the n-word okay. five times we gotta do a cleanup yeah. we gotta do like the brian cleanup we gotta do maybe like some letty cleanup too you know what i mean like we got we, we could do the do. car wash lap. We're just cleaning up all of our... Ooh, that's a good name for a thing. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> I know. I knew it would have hit me. I was like, I know you're going to like that one. And then we just do car wash to start it. Like car wash from like 1976? Yeah, or yeah. the new one. There was a remake too. 
yeah, that's there's good. all American bikini car wash, bikini bloodbath, colon car wash, <laughs> bikini bloodbath car bikini wash, valley car wash, bikini car wash massacre. I think these are probably on Viewmaster. <laughs> They're all on Letterbox too, so I don't know, man. Bikini car wash massacre. That's a very specific taste to have. What do you like? Girls washing cars and also getting murdered. It's I like, can't get off unless a girl is sudsy and bloody. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. What if you had like a hyper-specific fetish but you were like, God, when the new Viewmaster comes out, I hope that it's death in car washes. <laughs> it's been a long week. <sighs> Damn it, tits again. <sighs> what? Just regular old porn. <laughs> Was it something... <laughs> Something we just did, Joe, where what? or just something I did with talked about with Bob. What was the thing? Oh, it was Elvis. I knew it was a podcast. Okay. Couldn't remember who I talked about it with. But okay. we just watched Roust About. And Elvis is basically like, I can only make out with girls outside because the first girl I ever got with was outside and now like doing it inside doesn't do anything for me. It's just like that's the weirdest fetish. It's just like <laughs> Elvis, what do you say? Yeah, it's it's like exhibitionism, but like the like your grandfather's version, right? Yeah, and he's like you know making it or getting or whatever, but just like <laughs> they're talking about like kissing, but you know whatever, who knows? Anyway, before we unveil the lap thirteen theme, which I feel like the patrons knew about a year ago. Okay, I have an update though. But these view mas- if you want like <laughs> naked girl viewmaster reels, they're like fifty dollars <laughs> each. Like I, because I was I was trying to figure out if you were right. Yes, they did make them. They're like fifty dollars each on eBay. Can you imagine uh, how? I'm not like going to go to. I'm not going to go into too much detail here, but like buying porn on that, like how impractical it would be. Like how much, it, like extra work for like a nostalgia jerk. Not even that. I think this is like cool. This is like weird, cool nostalgia to have. Like I no, I what the I think it's cool. I wouldn't these. buy. I'm just saying, if you're using, who knows? I don't know. Anyway. They're like not very risque pictures either. Like there's like this one. Somebody put a light, like a flashlight behind one, and I was like looking at them, and they're like they're like just like you know fucking pictures. Like they're they're fucking pictures. No, 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 no. It's just like a girl like half covered, maybe a boob, like not very focused. Like it's it's just strange that, that this exists. I it, all the oh, there's like Russian on it. Okay, I would I imagine know. they are very much taking advantage of like soft focus in these. You can't really see. It's like what's not there. What's not there is the sexy thing. No, no, no. There's there's nudity, but it's just like it's just it's just how okay. it goes. Okay. Fair. Good for this guy putting a flashlight behind it, so you get like the little preview going. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Good for him. Teaser trailer. Speaking yeah, of teaser, teaser tra- trailers, <laughs> good segue. I, I love honestly it. did good. not mean it, but it came out perfectly. We have the second trailer for Fast Ten, which. Last time for F9, I did not watch the second trailer. Joe took one for the team. You're like, this is pretty spoilery. This yeah. one, not really. Like, it kind of combines and confirms things. We have more detail. Like, things filled in what we already knew. But, like, this wasn't incredibly spoiler. So, I know that Baba yeah. Carr is, like, signing off the internet. He's not listening to this now because he's, you know, gone or whatever from the podcast until he sees Fast 10. But, like, if you're out there, you're like, should I watch it? Like, there's some stuff that's kind of spoilery, but it's not It's terrible. No, it's more continuation stuff. And, like, between, like, what they released... Remember, like, the teaser trailer and, like, the snippets that they show us? Yeah. On Twitter? It's just, like, kind of a combination recut of those. 
right? It's not like anything really that new. There's like one new line that I was like, should I tell Joey not to watch it for this? And I was like, no, he's probably like even going to hear that in a theater. You know what I mean? So you're like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, I'm not going to save you from something that you might. Yeah. Hear. Like if I'm, if I'm, if I'm looking down, like there are some, you know, like we talked about, like if there's a movie that I really want to see, I just, I will look down and like not watch and I'll just try to like tune out the audio. But if it's like, what are we blowing up? Are you talking about that? Like that in, yes. in response to that? Yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay. But like, we kind of knew maybe that. Maybe? It's in, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, we could talk about it because, like, the fucking trailer's out. But they're like, yeah, like, we're blowing up the Vatican. And you're yep. like, okay, well, like, we know that they're in Italy because we saw them at the Coliseum and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, and it doesn't show you if they do blow up the Vatican or not. So I don't think it's really that spoilery. It's like, they something could, blows they up. might not. Right. Something blows up. I don't know. But is Vin, the guy that's wearing the cross all the time that puts Jesus quotes in all of his fucking movies, is he going to blow up the Vatican? Probably Did not. you see in one of the tr- things they tweeted at, I think, that there was blood on the cross? Ooh, no. Powerful stuff. There's blood on his cross? On one of the cross, either his cross or maybe Jacob's cross. Because I think oh, there, is a, there is a sentiment a- amongst our listeners and out in the world that Jacob's going to die here in this movie. Yeah, he's an easy kill, I think. To sacrifice himself as like, I'm. Uh, thanks for taking me back, Dom. You save yourself, I'll die here. It's yeah. like a very easy move. Montez, what did you think of this second trailer? You watched it as we signed on here. Did you watch it with sound? Did you hear what was going on? I did watch it with sound. I did hear what was going on. I, I'm i trying to get past the fact that I'm not really a big Jason Momoa fan. I know you don't like him. I know that you, you don't find him He's attractive, good. but you don't think he looks fun in this movie? Uh, He does. So I'm hoping... Okay. I'm also hoping like... The part where he's just standing and like the rush of air that hits him from what the explosion, the crash, whatever. I hope he's just like absolute complete chaos and just like doesn't care about what's happening and like total chaos. I like the story idea that he says in this trailer, like, Without you, I never would have become the man that I am today. Like, that Vin, that Dom is bringing... Like, I think that's also... So to be very clear, that's the thing that Marvel did, right? That, like, without the Avengers, all these other villains would not have leveled up their game. And, like, all this global catastrophe would not have happened had this not happened. Like, that's why, like, Tony is like, we got to shut this down. I think that also could fit into why, like, Alan Richson as new head of Mr. Nobody's government organization just, like... We got to scale you back because you are causing like, look at what you caused over here. So like, I think, I think the narrative here for 1011 is like coming together, right? Where it's like, I think so. Dante is causing chaos because of Dom. The interesting thing here, Cypher looks like she's in 1327. Did you see that? Like on that couch, like it looks like they're, they're in 1327. Like she kind of looks strong. I think it's like after a fight maybe, but like, she looks like she's on a couch in a house. No, I, I wasn't trying to absorb like super, super details. I did see Jason point out and I retweeted it mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. Reaction Rocket that like Letty and her are in like snowsuits. It looks like they're back so, in like this the fate snowmobile submarine. Tundra yeah. situation. Yeah, I think so too. So so I I assume that yeah so that means you know we integrate cypher at some point or so we've seen in trailers and teasers and clips and what have you 
seemingly a, ref- a return to the end of four because the yeah. the tunnels clearly yes. a lot in five yes this could in theory maybe be a flashback retconning fate like what in what sense like when letty's gone well between... no like well no because letty's back for fate but i'm just saying like what if like they somehow redo it like Cypher was, I don't know. Like I, I like this. Wait, wait, here, hear me out. I just mm-hmm. had it because I, th- I thought this is where you were going, is that Cypher and Letty knew each other when Letty didn't remember the family. Owen was working for Cypher. That's what I'm saying. So this yeah. could have been a fight from the time when Letty was gone and knew who's, like, and then when before Dom raced her memory back into her. Mm. Get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, because, okay, so we're, we're, it seems like we're going to have flashbacks to four and five and maybe eight. And you know we're going to have a flashback to Tokyo Drift because with Han in here, like, these, they, they, the thing they love most is, remember when you died? Yeah. Um, so we got three, yeah. four, five, eight. Because I think that's also, like, the one thing which I'm glad, I mean, you can't really convey it in the trailer. It's like, what we're seeing, what is a flashback? And what is an actual return to a time? A place, yeah, a place, exactly. A place, yep. a place, not a time, yeah. I like that Dante's using a flip phone. Like, that's, that's how you get off the grid. Like, that's like, you know, you kind of use a dumb phone, right? Like, you... It makes <laughs> yeah, it, it makes sense that, like, to beat a tech hacker, you use, like, a jitterbug. Yeah, I, I guess it does, right? At some point, it's, like, going to return to two-way pagers, I'm hoping. That'd be kind of cool. Is Stella a Belgian ale? Stella Artois? Artois. I don't know. Because there is a tap in that bar when Tess is holding the two Stella glasses. It's, it's two, you know, glasses of beer. And she says, Belgium. cheers. Yeah. It is a Belgian. Yeah. So that's maybe that's a Belgian ale. It, man, that's so disappointing if Mr. Nobody's like, you got to try that Belgian ale and it's just Stella. It's like, <laughs> yeah. everybody has Stella. <laughs> That that's just like we were talking about. You're like, yeah, like I drink Corona, not Bud Light. You're like, I drink Stella, not Corona. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the same shit, Bud. Still like eight bucks for six bottles. Like, what are you what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, Stella's not not cheap. No, but it's, it's not good. It's yeah, it is not like <laughs> like mmm. This I have such a great palette. Um. Who was the there guy? There was a beer. Oh, sorry, Montez. There was a there was this like classic, like animated beer cartoon that was like I like I will I will trade for it on beer a devocate because I have such a great palette and then like and so me and my friends whenever we talk about like beers we always say we have it's a like great a speak and spell. Yeah, it was that. Yeah, they they it was like an animated cartoon and they used like a modulated computer voice for it. So sorry. Do you that's think where that Stella came is more expensive because they have to pay Adrian Brody? What, what do you mean? Is he what, remember, he was guy? like their spokesman for like a long time. No, I don't remember that. Oh yeah, okay. I don't remember Stella commercial. I think they have to pay extra. You, it's a little bit more expensive because they wrap the top in that paper shit, and you have yeah. to like take Which that. Which is Nobody likes it's that. It's so stupid. It just like gets in your mouth. It's like either wet and gross, or like they just. Yeah, I hate it. We also found out from this trailer that the quarter mile vertical race is down the Hoover Dam, which if we thought about it for no. a No. You don't think so? I do not think so. I, that does not mean that that's the confirmation of where they do <laughs> well, a Don vertical. Well, Don is driving down the Hoover Dam. He's driving down the Hoover Dam, but that does not really seem like a quarter mile race 
to me. He's he's just escaping well, he's down the Hoover fire. Dam. Okay, okay, but that the, that's not that's not like a quarter mile race yeah. in my opinion. So yeah. I don't think we confirmed that yet. This there's it's it. Hey man, the odds swung greatly in your favor. I get that, but. It's not confirmed. Oh, yeah, because yet. I sat down, and people were like, no. We did, we did the poll. We got to do the poll. Hold on, we got to check the poll. I don't remember how it turned out. I know that I think I'm pretty sure. It was up. Up one sort of handily, but I don't remember what it actually wound up at. Hold on. Fast 10 features, quote, a vertical quarter-mile race. Director Louis Leterrier tells Empire, knowing what we know about the Fast and Furious franchise, do you think it's more likely that this race is a quarter-mile up or a quarter-mile down? 13 votes, not a lot, but 13 votes, 77% said up, 23% said down. And I said down, so yeah. So it means that like only two other people said down, but it looks like if this is it, it's down. Yeah, if it's it, but we don't know if it is that or not. So, But like I said, odds are greatly in your favor. I agree it's most likely this, but we don't know. Reaction Rocket responded with his thoughts. He said Roman and Han is the good stuff. Roman also... You know, Han saying he's Roman's driving Fort Knox on wheels because he's driving a very gold car, which I think is also yeah. very funny that even the Fast and Furious movies describe cars by their color. Oh, yeah, very true. Not very, just me. very true. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Rocket says, are we just pretending like Hobbs and Shaw didn't happen at this point? I don't know yet. I think it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell from this trailer for sure. Yeah. This will be the movie where Cypher comes into her own as a character. I mean, I, I sure hope so. I hope so. Fingers crossed for sure. Uncle Jacob is going to steal the movie and break our hearts because we talked about, I think, earlier that he's driving Baby B around and they say they high five and say rocket can or cannon cars, right? Cannon cars. What are cannon cars? I, I want to just cars that, that explode. Maybe I don't know. I don't know either, but I hope we get some. I hope actually, I hope they don't address it. I hope that they just like say cannon cars. There's nothing that happens out of the ordinary, and then they're just like, yeah, and then that's cannon it. Cannon cars. Cannon. That's their battle. Their rally cry. Cannon car. And then he says, "There's your vertical quarter mile," which maybe, 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 maybe. Did you have any other thoughts about this trailer? Do you think we're gonna get no, another one I'm... or no? We might get like more footage from like a like a. A feature. I don't think we're going to get another trailer, but maybe? This was, what, like two and a half minutes still? Yeah. So I don't think we're going to get an extended one of this, right? Because... I mean, I think there was a lot of new footage. It just didn't capture new scenes. Which I think yeah, is it, an important distinction. Agreed. Agreed. Then that's, and I agree. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Good. That's good. I'm getting hype. Like, and I'm glad that it didn't seem too spoilery for me. Yeah. We might be I'd doing rather some, be surprised. We might be doing some special things around this premiere so just keep oh, your man. eyes peeled to twitter and your ears glued to the feed and we'll let you know montez you coming up yeah. no damn it <laughs> can we are we are you gonna facetime us and watch it on our phones while we watch the movie are you gonna see it with michael or is he gonna go without you uh michael and i are gonna see it together he probably will have already cool. seen it without me but mm -hmm. i he told me that we have to see it together cool good okay. that's cool good the final thing to do before we say goodbye is to announce Next Lap's theme, again, rem reminding people that the Next Lap does not start till June 6th. Okay. Because we got a lot of Fast 10 in between. But yeah. since this is a tune-up, historically, we announced themes. Montez, do you know the theme? I've been on Patreon. Do you know the theme or no? No. The next theme. And I want your honest opinion. If you like this idea, 
If you don't like this idea, no holds barred. Okay? Oh, I know it now. Lap 13. I hope you know. We've talked about it for <laughs> so many different movies, so many different times, so many different episodes. All behind the paywall. Sure. Yeah. Montez, our theme for lap 13 Drum is roll, planes, trains, but no automobiles. It's movies where there is either a primary vehicle or chase sequence with a vehicle other than a car. Ooh. No, sounds... I don't know what our conversation starter is going to be yet. We have to figure that out. But Montez, your thoughts? This sounds what? This sounds what, the craziest thing you've ever driven. This sounds interesting. Cool. I, I, I'm curious to see what the movies are going to be. Our first movie, I'm not going to spoil it. I am more excited to talk about this first movie than any other movie we've covered in this podcast so far. What is it? If you'll remember, Joe, um, well, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll bleep it out. I'll use bleep technology. Please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Now I remember. Joey has a very specific reason he wants to cover this movie. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be real good. It's going to be real good. <laughs> Wait, what is it? I, I'll cut this out, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, no, I'm excited because so our patrons, I think, largely have all like all the behind the paywall stuff. I think they're all vehicle movies as well. Like they can pick anything. If you want to if you want to make us watch some real bad shit, too fast to forever.com, 10 bucks a month, you can pick whatever you want us for a while. But like I think everybody has picked things that are vehicles. So it's gonna be cool. So the stuff that we have on the main feed is stuff that I picked, and you, Joe, you got your complimentary one. Yes, I picked a good one. I picked the best one, honestly. You picked a really good one. And then all our patrons so far, except for Michael, except for a couple people, but Michael has not yet uh, got in their patron pick, which is very exciting. So pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Montez, if you had to add a movie movie to this, what's the first one you're thinking of? If you were a $10 a month patron, or if you, you know, when you get margaritas into Michael's body, what are you going to try to incept into his brain? Oh, I don't know. If you say one that we're going to cover, I'll let you and the audience know that you're right. I don't know. He and I watch so many terrible movies. It would be really funny if you just said the movie that I bleeped out. And I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You should cover this. Oh, that was a missed opportunity. Are there any vehicles in Velocipaster? Yes, they they drive. They drive from um, West Virginia. It can't be a car, though. It can't be a car. Yeah, but the the only vehicle there is is they drive from West Virginia to China. I don't really know how okay. that works, but they drive cool. like a uh, a little hatchback. I don't really know how Just it works. Straight to China. God, that movie's so it. I mean, hopefully so you amazing. pick good movies, but we'll watch whatever. I mean, as long as Michael's paying us, you know, he can make us watch and make you join us for any movie. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully it's a good one, but, you know, it could be anything. Do animals count as vehicles? If you ride them. Mm -hmm. Not sexually, just, but, like, as modes of Now, listen, I'm not talking about what you're going to see in the the viewfinder. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm talking about transportation animals. Was there bestiality Viewmaster reels? Oh that my God. I don't Google that. I'm not. I was just curious. I mean, they. I don't know. 
But we got we to change the subject. We can't talk about this anymore. Montez, do you have any other thoughts for this episode? Anything else you want to say before we say goodbye to you and, you know, bring you back in a couple months? Someone please make sure they wipe Joe Tu's, uh search history. Boy, boy. <laughs> this no podcast bite. is probably on the list if I don't cut that part out. So, you know. They have like a mini, there's like a, vi- a mini Viewmaster that you can use that's like not the whole red clicky one. It's just like a binoculars. I guess that was, you know, if you're if you're in a time crunch and you don't have the <laughs> the full <laughs> finger strength to pull the trigger. Good peep show mini viewer. That's oh my gosh. Is. Our next episode is right on track, the Disney Channel original movie starring Brie Larson and Beverly Mitchell of Seventh Heaven. Montez, growing up in Lynchburg or near being Lynchburg, you you know about Seventh Heaven, right? No? Mm. Yeah? TV show? Yeah, no. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't watch, I never watched it. Grew up with that. I was a cartooner. Yeah, no, I was too, and then this was like family viewing at night. Good Christian entertainment. Oh no, our family viewing at night was the original Star Trek. That's way cooler. Yeah. But next week is Right on Track to get into the mindset of Tess. Brie Larson as Tess in Right on Track. Then we got the Too Fast Two Furious Minute 86 or Another Life in the Fast Lane. And the episode after that is our Fast 10 preview and hype episode, which will come out just two or three days before the movie. We're we're getting down there. We're close. It's close, bud. I'm getting really excited for it. I mean, like, as we like, record this, it's a month from today. Yeah, we're seeing yeah. it 29 days from today. We're seeing it four weeks from tomorrow as we record this. Today is a Wednesday, though. Oh, but I guess like, we're seeing it on Thursday. Yeah, days. Time's a flat circle. It doesn't have to be. You were using days as a month, not four weeks as a month. Okay. I was using days as a month, not four weeks as a month. Math is hard. I will hard. just say yes. Okay, yes, I was. You. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, thank you all for listening. If Montez, <laughs> drop one more pearl of wisdom before you go. And by one more, I mean your first. Make sure you wear sunblock every day. Brush your it's teeth. A good one. Floss. This is right in line with the Caragala Regan get your damn flu shot. Yes, I did. Practical like that advice for the everyday podcast listener. Get sunscreen vaccinated. is important. It's it's very important. I like sunscreen. The sunscreen is is highly underappreciated by a lot of people. Yeah. Montez, thank you so much for joining us all lap long. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's uh, been, a, been a lifelong dream of mine. That's seemingly impossible, but I appreciate <laughs> it, and I believe you to be true. Thank you. Is there anything, for the first time all lap, that you would like to plug? Rest in peace, Netflix DVDs. Oh, man. I know. I felt so bad for you. I really did. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so you are plugging a thing that is literally ending. <laughs> I'm trying to plug the hole in my heart that will be left mm. from D- the DVDs no longer shipping as I have a stack of six sitting in my office waiting to be watched that I've had for eight weeks. I wonder if it's going to be the certain thing where it's just like, you can't get me. Like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, yeah. come what and find me, What are they going to do with copper? all these DVDs? Yeah, right. Sell them. I wonder if they're going to sell them. And a lot of them said like Netflix only, yeah. On, yeah. right? I, I, okay. I, so I've been getting in the mail Netflix DVDs since they started. Twenty five years. Yeah. 
My family and I have been getting them in the mail since it started. That's insane. See end of an era. Anyway, for all things Too Fast Too Forever, go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash Too Fast Too Forever, or at Too Fast Too Forever on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Email us, family at cageclub.me. If you want to send in thoughts about the trailer, we'll talk about that. We'll also give sort of like deadlines and cutoffs for talking about Fast 10 as we get closer. Because we'll do like an immediate reaction, spoiler free, and then we'll do like a deeper one with your thoughts the next night or so. Um, So, you know, we'll give you deadlines for all that because I think it was so cool on the F9 episode a couple years ago when like everybody basically emailed in. We got to read everybody's thoughts and it was super fun. So family at cageclub.me for thoughts about whatever, Uh, but just email it in. We'll read on the next fast lane. Um, Check out our Patreon page at TooFast2Forever.com and our store at cageclub.me slash shop. And come back next time for Brie Larson in Right on Track, which is on Disney+. Plus. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe, too. And that was Gabriela Montez, a.k.a. Jessica Collins, a.k.a. once again, Montez. Montez. And we will tell you all about it. When we see you again.